We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our gut gut talk. This first episode sponsor is Paleo Valley. And you guys, we are absolutely obsessed with this company. They emphasize the quality of their products. And I'm telling you right now, they are that good. If you want a company that emphasizes health, the environment, their customers, insert Paleo Valley. I'm obsessed with multiple products, including the beef sticks, which I'll talk about in a second, but also the organ supplements, the bone broth protein. It is all amazing with the best ingredients. Let me tell you a little bit about these beef sticks. I used to be such a Slim Jim girl when I was younger until I found out what they put in those Slim Jims. I never touched them again, and I am so thankful that Paleo Valley has created the best and highest quality beef sticks that there are. They contain 100% grass-fed and finished beef from American farmers who practice rotational grazing. And 100% grass-fed beef contains more calcium, magnesium, potassium, zinc, than grain-fed beef. So that's really important. And I bring these beef sticks with me everywhere. I love the original and I love the jalapeno. And I bring them with me on planes, on trains, on car rides, wherever I go. Even if I'm going to do work at a coffee shop, I'll bring them with me because They are such a good high protein snack that leaves me feeling energized, satiated, and full, which is very important in my book when it comes to snacking. So of course, we have a discount code for you guys. You can go to paleovalley.com slash gut talk for 15% off any of the Paleo Valley products. But of course, I would recommend the beef sticks. We've had many people on Instagram tell them how much they love them. Their boyfriends, husbands love them as well. So try them out for yourself. Let us know what you think. And again, go to paleovalley.com slash gut talk for 15% off. Okay, everyone. Welcome back to Gut Talk. How are we? We're doing great. Yeah. I think so. I mean, we're, it's October (laughs) and it's still a hundred freaking degrees in this state. It is. I'm so tired of being sweaty. I I know. It is, you know what the the problem truly lies in? What? I hate, (laughs) I hate this. I hate this. Okay, so we record in Jenna's bedroom. We've told them this. Okay. Well, you no, you you never know. We could have 10,000 new listeners. We sit in Jenna's bedroom to record and Duke sees a microphone and he acts up. He wants to be It's so annoying. He wants to be the main character. So I'm holding him currently in a what <laughs> See, just I I haven't heard him cough or sneeze in a week. And now he's choosing yeah, right so- now. He, he literally is he thinks, in a weird position. No, he's sitting fine. He just thinks he's on the pod. I mean, it's the truth of our lives. It's hot as hell here in Austin, Texas. But tomorrow the temperature's dropping. We have a very busy October. Tomorrow I'm going to <laughs> Jill, get him out of this chair. I think you're suffocating him. He's just he's sitting normally. It's obviously an uncomfortable position for no, him. He's having a blast. So, okay. Jill and I have a very busy October. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I leave for New Orleans to go to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, I'll mm-hmm. be partying my butt off at ACL Festival, which is Austin City Limits. If you haven't heard of it, think like Lollapalooza or Coachella or something like that. But like throw in like a twist of cowboy. It's not a country concert, but 
it's in Texas. So like there are a lot of cowboy boots. And then the weekend after that, I get back home on Sunday. But the weekend after that is the second weekend of ACL, which I'm going to. And then Jill's coming again. And we both have a best friend coming, staying with us. So that weekend will be really fun. And then a few days later, we turn around, we turn around, fly home to go on a road trip with our mom, Juge, to go to Ohio for the Ohio State Penn State football game. So sure, we could fly straight to Columbus, but part of the whole event is literally driving the six and a half hours from Northern Virginia. Our mom is the biggest Ohio State fan you could ever meet. And so we grew up massive Ohio State fans. It's so funny because like, we're really big football fans because of our mom, not yeah, because not of our, our dad. dad. But mom reminded me of the funniest freaking story about because we would drive up there every single year for the Ohio State Michigan. I know exactly game. what you're gonna say. And I believe I was in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. mom was driving, and Jenna was in the back seat. And mm-hmm. we we're in this like big like Honda like SUV. And <laughs> we're driving. We're in Pennsylvania on the turnpike. And this car pulls up next to us and they're putting up a sign and my mom's like oh no like i think they need help so we're all like we're all like scrunching our eyes to read it and we're like uh what was it please please no no jill let me interject okay. so we're all scrunching we're like i was like oh, please please show please show breasts Oh, they were a bunch of college boys asking oh, us to flash them. Oh my god! And they didn't realize our mom was in the car. And we looked, and my we were dying laughing. And one thing about us with our mom, like our dynamic, is like when we're laughing, we're laughing so hard we're crying. Our mom mm-hmm. will scream, "I can't see, I can't right. see," which is like <laughs> not see. a comforting feeling when your mom is driving a vehicle going like 70 miles per hour. Anyway, we always have a blast. We meet a bunch of family friends up in Columbus and it is just like such a fun weekend. So really crazy October for us. Yeah. And then literally like we get back home, we have one weekend and then my best friend who's good friends with Jill is coming. It's just like, I feel like the next few months is going to be crazy insane for us, but we're never going to stop with the content. No, and I think this is the reality of life is you get into these really busy seasons and this is a time where if we don't make our health our priority, we will end up with at least a cold at the very minimum, probably more gut issues because we, a lot of times when you get really busy, you let go of your sleep, you let go of your movement, you let go of eating properly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing about it is when life gets really busy, We don't do crazy things. We're not going to get IVs. We're not going and getting any crazy, insane, expensive or not expensive treatments. All we do is double down on the basics. Mm -hmm. We double down on what we truly believe is the base of health. Mm -hmm. And sure, there's like little things that we swear by, like I'll bring ginger fennel tea with me in case I eat something that doesn't sit right. Like there's little certain things we do with that. But- But I guess my point is, is like, we're not going and getting, I think when you see a lot of celebrities or influencers, when they travel, it's like, okay, I ordered an IV to my house and, and then we're having someone come and do lymphatic drainage drainage, and like, you see all these things and it's like, no, what we do is we have hacks to make sure we're still sleeping. We make hydration a priority. We do all these things and it really leads us into what we want to talk about today, which is the very basics, what we believe you should be doing level one, level two, level three. If you saw our Instagram, we posted 
basically a pyramid. A gut health pyramid. A gut health pyramid. And the idea is the base, the bottom level, it's the first thing we really feel like you should prioritize because what we see is people who are doing supplementation and treatments and cleanses and all these things, but then they go back to eating like shit or they go back to drinking a literal pea size of water a day with no minerals in it. So we wanted to take you guys through each level of our gut health pyramid. So everyone has seen the food pyramid. That's kind of the idea we took. So envision this as we go through the levels. We're going to start with level one, which is the base, the biggest thing for us. So Jenna, take us. Just one lesson that Jill and I have been on this journey for three plus years now. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made as someone trying to get healthier and improve my gut health was thinking that the supplements I was taking as recommended by my doctor slash practitioner were going to be the end-all be-all, this is what's going to get me healthy, I'm cured, I'm good to go. And that is exactly the opposite of what we want you guys to think because I've never really shared a lot about this, but I progressed very well very quickly. Does that make sense? You, your your health improved very quickly. And I felt like I was going up, up, up until I couldn't sustain the lifestyle I had created for myself, which was relying on supplementation. And it dipped and fell really fast. And it took that whole learning lesson and me switching it back around and actually prioritizing what needed to be prioritized to really find my true health, my balance, everything. Does that make sense? Like I went from feeling amazing to going back down into this hole to then coming out of it and feeling good because I figured out what actually works. Right. And I I think different story, but still very applicable for me is... I wasn't doing the bottom baseline lowest hanging fruit things ever. No, and but I was doing all of the level 5 things which are mm-hmm. like the add-ons, the you know like need to have versus nice to have. I was doing all the nice to haves which were quite frankly very expensive, but because I wasn't doing the the necessary priorities, my health was never truly getting better it was like this seesaw yo-yo up and down thing right and it's when I was introduced to the level one importance of proper nutrition hydration and movement that I actually started to see those rapid changes and and I don't I think rapid is is not the word to use because it's it gives you a false sense of what health should be. And it's no, there aren't quick fixes. I No, sorry. I don't know if rapid is the wrong word here. But when I say rapid, I mean like when I took all of the bullshit out of my diet and I actually started drinking water because I really didn't. And I started moving my body in a way that worked for me. I saw massive progress because I was doing so much that was holding me back. That when I freed my body of these things, I really did see huge improvements. It wasn't about the timeline. It was the fact of like in a matter of weeks, I went from vomiting almost every day to not vomiting at all. Right. Because I removed the things in my body that were upsetting me. So that's my point is like it's it's not about the speed. It's about the fact that like when you actually do the, the baseline things, 
you're going to see change. So starting at level one, we have proper nutrition, hydration, and movement. And to be honest, I realized after that we didn't put sleep. Yeah, I think we need to edit this and come out with a second one. I do too. So sleep is in that category as well. Proper nutrition. Jill has found such a difference between how she feels when she cooks her food at home versus how you feel when you eat out. I think one of the hardest things to do in your 20s, 30s, 40s, whenever, if you're a social person, is to limit the amount that you eat out. Mm -hmm. Because it is truly a social thing. Like when you want to go hang out with a friend, it's drinks. Well, if you're not drinking, then it's dinner or it's lunch. And the unfortunate reality is that most places don't cook with the right ingredients to the point where if you're constantly eating out, you're going to be eating, you're going to be consuming seed oils, you're consuming lower quality meat and dairy and all the things. And I can't tell you the difference I feel in a matter of 10 days. Like I see it immediately, which tells me that when I'm eating out a bunch, my body is not being properly fueled. And a large part of that is due to that high fat content of those seed oils. Can you break that down? Yeah. So, well, a lot of times when people are struggling with digestive issues, especially IBS, nausea, you find it very difficult to break down fats. Your body is not producing enough stomach acid. You're consuming all of these fats from these oils that are being put in the food at the restaurant. And your gallbladder, which is responsible for this, is very... Gallbladder, liver, having a very hard time breaking these things down, as well as the digestive enzymes, if you will, produced by the pancreas. And when that happens, you feel like you can't break down these fats as well. And that's what causes the nausea, the bloating, the gas, the indigestion. And that can honestly be solved by cooking at home and not using those seed oils and not using as much of that high fat oil content. I feel like that's kind of a complicated concept that people don't understand. It's like, why do I not feel good after I eat? Well, there's so much fat and oils and stuff in these foods that you're consuming at restaurants, and that's what's causing your digestive issues. And that's when Jill made that change that she saw the difference. And the hard part is, is that you could order chicken, broccoli, and mashed potatoes at a restaurant and think, wow, this is like a pretty balanced meal. Because what you're talking about, it's almost like the the invisible fats. Mm -hmm. Like you can't see that the chicken's cooked in a ton of canola oil. Or you can't see that the broccoli's cooked in a ton of like seed oils Mm -hmm. that are are not going to be beneficial for our gut. And And salt that's stripped of nutrients. It's usually that cheapest salt that's, you know, more refined than a quality basic sea salt. Yeah. I think that's good for nutrition. We have posted multiple grocery lists. I've posted what I eat. Well, we continue to post it on our Instagram story. So if you need help in referencing what foods to eat, go to our Instagram because we have resources there. Yep. Next, hydration. Like Jill said, Consuming one, enough water, and then minerals like magnesium, sodium, potassium. They're key for your digestion. For uh, There's so many things that proper hydration can do for you. It's unreal, but your energy, your mood, everything. And if you're not hydrating, it's important for constipation. It, it, there's so many different things, and you have to prioritize it. I'm so hydrated now that I truly 
don't know how people walk around dehydrated. Like I can feel it in my body because when you are hydrated, I feel like you have so much more energy, so yep. much more energy. Like yep. I, f- it is such a difference. But again, you don't know how bad you feel until you feel good. And so that's one of those things that like if you start to be hydrated on a daily basis, then you will actually notice, holy shit, I was so dehydrated. Yeah. And if I'm not on my hydration game, I will literally at two o'clock sit there being like, oh, I feel a little groggy. I feel kind of hungry, but I'm not hungry. All I needed was a large glass of water with minerals in it. And I'm like, oh, I feel like a new woman. Right. And also too, like this baseline level that we are saying is priority number one. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. Mm -hmm. We're saying that you need water every day. And if you don't want to buy any of the electrolyte options that we have, you can sprinkle a little bit of salt, sea salt salt into your water or buy some lemons at the store and squeeze some lemon into your water. Like it does not have to- And add salt. And add salt. And it doesn't have to be this expensive thing. Cooking at home most of the time is going to be a lot cheaper than it is to go out. So- Think of it this way, like by prioritizing your health, you were also prioritizing your wallet. And mm-hmm. that, if that's not a convincing statement enough, then I don't know. Movement. I think that the interesting thing about movement is it's so important to truly take a pulse to see how you feel. As a former collegiate athlete, I always believe that you have to be the hardest worker in the room. And you have to be doing something extremely hard. Like our best workouts in my mind were the ones where I almost puked. Mm -hmm. And I have worked so hard to reverse that mentality. And what I've realized is like what I truly tune into my body doing 50% low impact or maybe even more in my week has served me so well. Pilates, walking. Yes, all three of those. And what I was doing was five to six high intensity classes a week. Mm -hmm. Now I'm down to about two. I noticed that my body recovers better. I look the same, if not better. And I have more energy for those classes. Like it's been, it's taken me what, six years, Mm -hmm. five years. But I finally accepted that like, figuring out that balance is important and you the thing is is that if you actually want to pay attention your body will talk to you mm-hmm. and it's not that's not some s- spiritual like hoopla mm-hmm. i'm saying like if you actually start taking a pulse of how your body feels on a day-to-day basis you will know what actually makes you feel good yep and a lot we get a common question especially when we do our q a's on instagram is what type of movement is best? And like Jill said, I think it's a it's a balancing act. I think it's a mix of lower intensity with more weight training focused like lifting or a higher intensity class if you can handle it. But building muscle is critical to so many things, especially to, you know, longevity, your brain health, um, your blood sugar regulation and it's so important building muscle, right? But what happens when you were like me three years ago and your cortisol was super high, you were exhausted, your gut issues were bad, you were bloated, you were constipated. That's not when I would tell someone to go to the gym three, four, five times a week and really pound the weights. I would tell them to scale back, focus more on walking, on Pilates, on yoga, whatever suits you. 
And, and while you're healing and while you're really figuring out what works for you and, and doing the right nutrition and taking care of your gut imbalances, once that happens, then yeah, feel free to do the weights. It's, it's so important. But do not force it, especially if you are not feeling good in other areas. Jill last night was feeling super stressed out. What'd she do? 5.30 yoga class. And I came out a different person. It gave me an hour to take my mind off of things. I was able to sweat it out. When I get really stressed, I have physical signs. So my chest gets really tight. My left eye twitches. And I will like be tapping my foot 24-7. And I had all three of those. So I was like, all right, time to go to yoga. And it makes all the difference in the world. And that truly is like working through your nervous system. I was breathing so intentionally in class. And I used to, again, think it was a bunch of like spiritual, like woo-woo. But now be able to remove physical symptoms through breathing and relaxing your mind. I mean, it's it really is a tool that if you can develop it and work through it, it's life-changing. And it's up to you. Like whether you buy into it or not is totally up to you. And that brings us to level two of nervous system regulation and mental health. And Jill and I kind of debated about which should be level one versus level two. And there's multiple arguments to each. But what I think is so important is, yes, fueling your body properly, making sure you move, hydrating your body well. And all of those can be the baseline to then fueling your nervous system regulation, which is a whole nother topic that we'll discuss in a different episode and figuring out your mental health. A lot of people are holding on to so much. I know it's an overused word, but trauma and resentment. And we're holding on to so much, so many stressors. We have so much stressors in our day-to-day life, our job, the environment we're in, the house you live in, the people you surround yourself. All of these impact your mental, yourself, your nervous system. And it's time to start finding the tools and what works for you. And again, you're like probably like, okay, give them to me. me. If I gave you all of them, it would be a 30 minutes example. But well, let me play devil's advocate for a second. Yeah. Someone's listening and they have a really stressful job or they're really stressed out because they're in school. Maybe they have a lot of loans that they have to pay off and they're in debt. Like these are real issues. You have a family member who is really difficult to deal with or worse. Those things can't change. Yeah. Right? There's a creator named Nabella on TikTok and she uses the words pockets of peace. And I think you can't all of a sudden get rid of every single issue. Can you make changes? Can you potentially find a less stressful job? Yes, but I know you're not going to do it in this exact minute. Find your pockets of peace. Is that waking up 10 minutes earlier in journaling or taking breaths and not staring at your phone? Is that taking three deep breaths before you eat your meal to activate that rest and digest parasympathetic state? Is that the yoga class that you absolutely love that you try to go to three times a week or whatever it is? Is that the online community group that you join that has an app that there's so many of them out there these days that give you different techniques or practices that you can do on a daily find your pockets of peace yeah I think at the end of the day it's up to you to control the amount of time that you have to yourself Mm -hmm. and that sounds tough a therapist of mine a while ago said always have things you look forward to. Mm -hmm. So plan out your week. Maybe on Tuesdays, you go to your favorite coffee shop around town 
And then when you go, be excited for it. Like, yes, this is my Tuesday coffee. Like, you have to have those things and kind of pump them up in your head. It's like, okay, and Wednesday I stretch for 20 minutes and my body loves this. And like, while you're doing it, it's like, tell yourself, like, I am doing this for myself. Like, those things make a difference. And this is coming from like the hardest believer in like, just try harder, like, head down, grind it out, like deal with the problems later. Like that has been my mentality my whole life. So I realize that as I'm saying these things, they can feel like you can't actually do them, but start really small. Pick one thing that you know makes you happy, do it once a week and celebrate it as you're doing it. Like that's a way to start. Again, we could just go on and on and on about this type of thing, but we'll make a whole new episode and bring someone on who can give us these tangible nervous system regulation tips. Yeah. So the reason that we have that as level two, and again, Jenna and I did debate this, is because I personally feel like when I changed my nutrition and hydration, I didn't have my nervous system in check, Mm -hmm. but I still found such massive monumental changes in my life that I was like, Jenna, it has to be level one. But know that level one and level two really should be like done together. Mm -hmm. But if you said, I'm only willing to focus on one thing right now, maybe start with your nutrition. That hopefully will make you feel better. And then you can start implementing more of the nervous system regulation and mental health. Yep. So the third level is addressing underlying gut imbalances. And this is really where we've honed in with Jill as she just did her GI map stool test that you all know about on the series of Jill gets her shit together literally. And can you explain why maybe starting to change your diet and your lifestyle before getting tested might be a good route for you? If you just go and get tested and start addressing those, whatever those findings are, you're just again using supplements as the cure-all. What we did with Jill was we made sure Jill's nutrition was back on point, her nervous system, all the steps in level one and two, and then we went in to start addressing the gut imbalances. And for specifics, we're doing a protocol by a company called Cellcor, if you guys are interested. We can talk about it more. But we're trying to open up Jill's drainage or detox pathways and then remove those imbalances that we found in her digestive system. And go listen to the last episode if you want to know what those findings were and more about using a GI map stool test. So to be clear, what you're saying is it might make sense to see if by changing or cleaning up your diet, adding in the hydration and the movement, maybe that takes care of the issues you're having by itself. Exactly. Because sometimes it's just a matter of fueling your body and your mind a little bit better. And food is medicine. Exactly. And and then people do have, I mean, so much of the population has maybe dysbiosis, which is a not a good ratio of good to bad bacteria, something like H. pylori that Jill has, parasites. You only can figure that out if you're also fueling the other parts of your body and your nutrition, because if not, it's just going to be a massive shit show all around. So it's critical to to address level one and two to say, okay, do we have more work to do? Are there more things we need to clean up? Are there things going on in my digestive system, in my gut microbiome that maybe does need additional support from something like supplements, which brings us to level four of supplementation. And I really have nothing to say on supplementation except for that. Okay. (laughs) Except for that uh, when on it, 
I know that it has to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. especially because supplementation should be specifically designed for you and what you need. And mm-hmm. there's a difference between like I take AG1 every day because I believe it helps me just get in the vitamins and nutrients that I'm missing. Mm-hmm. That's a different type of supplement than taking the cell core which is like actively working much deeper mm-hmm. in the body to do different things. So I think you need to think of supplements as like the stuff you can go and buy online. And and there's some really high quality ones. Like we had someone on our podcast that you'll hear about next week. Mm-hmm. And she has a supplement line that we're super excited to try. Like There's good supplements that aren't assigned by a practitioner, but understand that those are two different lanes. Yeah, and supplements all have functional aspects to them. The goal of a supplement is to fill the gap where you're not getting whatever it is. So for example, a large majority of the population is magnesium deficient. We're not getting it in our soil. It gets depleted by certain things such as stress. So supplementing with magnesium is a good idea for a lot of people, right? So we're not saying supplements aren't needed and are not necessary at all. We're just saying you can't out-supplement a poor diet or poor mental health. Say it again. You can't out-supplement a diet or poor mental health or poor nervous system. So if you're not fueling your body properly and then you're overdoing it with the supplements, you're probably hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself. Yeah. Like. I do know quite a few people, and I was one of them at one point, that I wouldn't eat enough food because I wanted to be skinny. Mm -hmm. And instead, I was just taking supplements out the wazoo. And your body needs fuel, and there's no way around it. There's nothing you can do to change that. It's the way that we are designed. And I wish someone would have told me that sooner. I really do. Yeah, I'm serious. That's like, I'm telling you guys, it's one of the biggest mistakes I made. And do I take supplements? Yes. Does Jill take supplements? Yes. But we are not using our supplements as an end-all be-all. They're an aid to the other aspects that we are focusing on. So making that clear, we definitely are going to make more videos about what supplements we're taking because I just like to give you guys an idea. It doesn't mean take it word for word, but just know that that's in the pipeline. And also remember too, like as fun as as it can be to find the supplements and buy the Mm -hmm. supplements and like they have cool names and cool containers and like you get now the cool thing is is like your supplements come in powder form so you can drink them all of that is great but you can also make food that for you like getting the nutrients and the vitamins that you need through food and that's really where to start not to say and again what jill was saying earlier or we might have talked about this on instagram is Supplements can also aid in digestion. So let's use the example of a digestive enzyme. That can help you digest the healthy food you are trying to consume if you need additional support there. It's just not a one-to-one replacement. Exactly. It's not a replacement. It is an addition. But what also can help you digest your food is slowing down, chewing it thoroughly, things like that. You don't chew your food enough. I'm telling you right now. I'm calling you out. You don't chew your food enough. Call yourself out. Woo! I was literally about to. (laughs) I was about to say that when I pay attention, I'm swallowing full-blown (laughs) chunks. 
But no, it, it, it's a habit you have to form. And Jill and I grew up eating as fast as our mom and our Nana. And we tried to keep up with them. And It was so, a competition. God forbid we split some sort of dessert. Little did we know. Think about it as like the Hungry Hungry Hippos game. Like mm-hmm. a spoon was constantly uh-huh. going in there. And then lastly, level five is other self-care practices. Did I say self? A self-care? Self-care. <laughs> or other health tools, if you will. And you, of course, can use these simultaneously if you have the uh, bandwidth to do it, if you have the money to do it. And and sure, like something like castor oil, I want Jill to start doing it better for detoxification. But you can't out castor oil, a bad diet, or poor mental health, or lack of movement, sleep, and hydration. And I think the thing that I've noticed so much so in today's world is like if you think about the pyramid that we've been describing with self-care practices such as like dry brushing, lymphatic drainage, IVs, cleanses. It's like if I had a dollar for every time I heard someone say like, oh my God, after this weekend, I'm totally going on a cleanse. It's like, wait, hold on real quick. This isn't exactly how that works. And I think a lot of times people take that pyramid and I'm like, putting my hands together like a pyramid and they're flipping it upside down. Mm -hmm. And they're first trying to start by doing the cleanses to get rid of everything they just did. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. Like you can't just cleanse out a unhealthy lifestyle after a weekend of binge drinking, eating a ton of, you know, super fatty, oily, processed foods, not getting sleep, not moving your body. It's like, sorry, your five-day cleanse probably isn't the best way. The best thing to probably do is just to get back and start with level one again and properly feel your, your body, hydrate, and move, Yeah, just get things. back into routine. Right. Exactly. We wanted to share that visual that's on Instagram for you guys and to just allow you guys to have some food for thought when it comes to what health really means. I think there's a lot of noise on social media. I think there's a lot of, you know... Um, transactions happening and you know we're we're represented by multiple brands we're represented by supplement brands but we would never want you guys to think that these supplements are going to cure you or be your end all be all and I'm telling you right now if I had this episode specifically when I first started my journey I probably would have been a lot better off and wouldn't have peaked and gone back down and had this whole roller coaster which it's always going to be, you know, there's going to be things that bring you down, but then you have to get back up and things like that. But again, I wouldn't have that exact same experience of really losing myself at a point, like I mentioned on this podcast. So anyway, I hope you guys loved it. We will see you next Wednesday with a super exciting guest. Yeah, we we are so grateful for you guys. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.